In just a moment, you'll hear the American voice of our dear friend, Neil Gamble. And uh, last episode and this and the, and the following two will simply be um, him sharing his heart and conviction in relation to intimacy, walking with God and hearing the voice of God. I trust that you'll not just enjoy it, but you'll find value and understanding for your own faith and mission as God's sent ones into the world. Throughout the Bible, God has always given us provisions for the positions that we, he calls us to. In the beginning, Adam had intimacy with God. He walked with him. God came to him and talked with him in the evenings. There was a real family relationship. There was a caring about the relationship uh, by God. The provision of that relationship is what I want to talk about that has been restored even to a greater place through Jesus because Adam was created out of the dust of the earth. He was was, uh, the first man-God creation. And Adam walked away from that. So the restoration by Jesus to that of sonship where we're born into this relationship is an incredible difference. Um, It's a fulfillment of his desire in creation. Jesus showed us the reality of who man was supposed to be in God. And uh, he is God in man and man in God. He's, he's, he's the, the second Adam, it says. So he's a revelation of the reality of intimacy. And he also, through his walk, demonstrates to us the provision of intimacy that is generated by position. If I were talking in a worldly situation, like, say, a business, with every position within a business, whether it's janitor, uh, electrician, foreman, manager, president, owner, each of those positions has specific provision. If you don't accept those provisions of the position, you can never fulfill those positions. Um, To be a manager takes a different set of skills and a different um, level of competency and, and trust than it does, in a sense, to be a janitor. And yet, they both require the same but they're different. There's, there's just a different provision involved, uh, different tools related to the job. A janitor many times does not have the tools to become a manager. Um, the, the electrician or the foreman are not interchangeable, interchangeable positions. Uh, they, they each take a specific skill set or provision set that you have to have in your life. Those things don't come free, and yet um, they're a necessity. When we become a part of God's family in this New Testament, there are, there are provisions that we must accept as a reality. We have to accept um, God's forgiveness. We have to accept the blood of Jesus. We have to accept uh, all of the realities of Holy Spirit in our lives, uh, both in us and on us. We have to uh, come to the place where we recognize the change of position. 
Now, all of the, all that I'm really talking about is we is the, in a sense, provisions that God has given to move us into this new position. In every relationship, at the beginning of every relationship, there are, um, in a sense, provisions that are given and received by the participants of relationship. And there's a progression through time of the revelation or the revelation of uh, realities of the relationship. Intimacy is finding those keys or finding those provisions that are actually given by each other and then not just ignoring them but accepting them and then walking into them. There is both invitation and acceptance in relationships. So, you know, Dana shows me that she's interested in more than a casual relationship. So in that, in that invitation for a closer relationship, for a greater intimacy, there's provision. Now, you, you can't really kind of put a name to them, and yet they're there, and you have to receive that. So uh, there's a vulnerability, there's a trust, there is a, um, uh, an acceptance, there's a, um, there's a responsibility that has to be accepted to be all that is necessary in this relationship. Uh, so uh, in a sense, the, even the res- taking up responsibility is a provision of the relationship. For the relationship really to work, then there are keys and there are um, vulnerabilities offered and accepted from each other and um, responsibilities accepted by each other for the relationship. Now let's translate this to New Testament realities. God has made provision for us to be sons and that is an incredible position of intimacy As a servant, I do not have the same right to relationship, the same uh, gifts, the same uh, access to God's presence. But when I receive sonship, that opens up a whole new realm in the sense of intimacy. There is an incredible thing that God has done. He has been vulnerable through Jesus to accept us into his family. So I call that a provision of intimacy. It is an incredible statement of a vulnerability on God's part to trust man with a relationship. God also recognizes that we don't have the ability to walk in it. He's watched us. He's tried this before. And so once more, he has to rebirth in us something, and that is the presence of Holy Spirit. In in Genesis, he breathed breathed into man and breathed on man, and and, and the Holy Spirit came inside and the life of God, the the man-God life, was the result. In that relationship before the fall, there was incredible intimacy, and God would come to Adam because he liked Adam. He, was, he enjoyed Adam. Adam was a co-creator. 
He, he, he was built in his likeness. He was created in his image so that there is a, a connection of not just purpose, but of being, thought processes. Uh, all of those things that we have been taught don't exist really did. Now, in Jesus, in John twenty twenty two, where he said, receive the Holy Spirit, and he breathed on them, that also is internal. It's the restoration of the reality of the original mandate of God in man. Jesus is the model of the provision of God in us to walk like him, to be a part of him. We are not God. We're his sons and daughters. But in that is an incredible family security and an incredible provision to be all that he calls us to in the New Testament. Most believers struggle a lot with that. They ignore the the reality of the position and the provision of the position because it's it's a fearful thing to think that you're supposed to walk as one with God, as a son of God, uh, sent just exactly like Jesus. The provision hasn't changed from the beginning. From the, from the moment of creation, Holy Spirit was put in man, and then he lost that, uh, having the Holy Spirit in him. So throughout the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit came upon men of old, and they prophesied, they did miracles, they, they walked in the presence and power and provision of God for mankind. Yet, uh, they did not have the provision of sonship, so that um, it was quite normal for the Jewish people to see God do miracles when the Holy Spirit came upon men. They prophesied, they did the great exploits. Now, here's the key. So, when God restored us through Jesus, he makes a statement um, in Luke twenty four forty nine, he says, Don't go out and try and be a witness without the promise of my Father upon you. In Acts 1, 8, he tells them that uh, you'll receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. The church age could not begin without the power of God, and it's ludicrous to think that we can walk in it now without the power of God. So the religious community has destroyed um, one of the great provisions of God in relationship, and that is not just the Holy Spirit in you, but the Holy Spirit on you. The Holy Spirit on you, the baptism of the Spirit, is an essential element of intimacy. And the Holy Spirit in you is essential position of intimacy. So we have to have both of those and all the corresponding uh, activities in it. Uh, no one has ever been able to demonstrate to me the fullness of God's provision without getting baptized in the Holy Spirit. Yes, occasionally they'll see the miraculous, but it's not a part of their DNA. It's not a part of their life. For the Jews and for the disciples, uh, walking in the power of God was not uh, something new. It was something special that only certain people had. With the provision of sonship that the Holy Spirit in us brings, that provision of power upon us becomes uh, not just available, but a necessity to show whose family we really are. So what you need to do, 
uh, is to look back at the New Testament, especially the last of the Gospels, where it's about the New Testament era, and the book of Acts, and, and Paul, and, and John, and Peter's writings, all of the, the New Testament books, and look at the provision of intimacy. Look at the different aspects of the Holy Spirit upon. Look at the different aspects of what it is to be sons. Those provisions affect how we pray, what we pray, how we speak, where we go. Um, to be moved from intimacy and then walk in it uh, is the place where we begin to pray the effective, fervent prayer of the righteous because it's a positional thing. It's a responsive thing. You don't pray your will, you pray his will because that's what you're here for. I don't come to do my will, but the will of the Father who sent me. So I'm trying to keep this short and stop here uh, with leaving a lot of open ground and yet laying a specific groundwork of understanding who you are by the blood of Jesus and whose you are by the provision of Holy Spirit upon Both of those things are an essential reality to walk in the intimacy of the position with the provision to change the world.